1: hello how are you greetings from my library greetings and salutations (laughs) this is a, a, a new scene for us um i
0: really love the overall feeling of sitting surrounded by books while talking about books
1: yes so what i ended up doing was i got like a little bistro table and two chairs and they are now in my library And so we are talking about books surrounded by books and sitting at a cafe table drinking tea.
0: You're just so on theme.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do regret that I am facing the window and you get to see like the whole library and ladder and... All of the things. I will definitely switch with you and you can sit here every it's okay, time we it's record. Okay. I actually get... Don't to- try
0: to make <laughs> me feel bad about sitting in a spot.
1: What I was going to say was actually it's good because I get to come see my library whenever I want and...
0: This fact. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Fact. Um, and yes, I but f- it is beautiful.
1: I feel like I'm just going to come start like eating dinner in here from now on. Just sit at the table and eat with my books. Totally I what would what could be better? Nothing you can't think of anything I can't fun. I know my I brain s- I, is see just... I see you working.
0: Maybe maybe um, eating with me in here.
1: <gasps> Ooh, okay yeah. good call. good call.
0: Yeah yep. or, or you know the friend if you're choosing.
1: <laughs> I choose you.
0: <laughs> wow oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even have a speech prepared. <laughs>
1: um, yeah we're uh, we're here to talk about books. Hey, before we start talking about books, yeah? did I tell you that I purchased a ticket to go to Seattle in February to no. go to a workshop uh, to learn all about opening a bookstore? No, you didn't. Uh, I should have saved this for Freud and Freude. Oh, man. We can Freud and Freude now. It's fine.
0: That is that is so exciting. I'm so excited for you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That's um, quite a step. It is a big step. I have an entire binder to read before February, just so I'm prepped a little bit.
0: You can do it. Um. Yeah. I no, have I, every faith
1: and all the faith. <laughs> I totally can, yeah. but and but it's know. it's finally like pushing me to like, okay, you have a deadline now. <laughs> I don't have to read the binder before I go, but I want to because don't you always want to read the book first? <laughs> yeah.
0: I I mean, you're going to the book club. You got to read the book first.
1: Exactly. I'm going to the independent bookstore owner's book club. I love it.
0: I love that you're putting in the research and like actually going to going to a place where you can learn if this is really something you, right. you know, you always think that you want to do something. And, and then, then
1: when you start researching it, you're like, oh, wait, I don't know.
0: I'm not sure. Or it could just reinforce like, yes, this is exactly. That,
1: that's what I'm thinking and hoping and expecting. Yeah. Um, but it's part, the workshop is part of the Winter Institute for the American Booksellers Association. Okay. So I'm going like to the whole conference. Okay. Very like a cool. week in Seattle. I've never been to Seattle before, so I'm excited about that. Um, I think my mom's going to come with me because she likes to tag along when I yeah. go to places. That's awesome. Um, and I like having her there. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so I'm really excited. So
0: Well, I can't wait to hear all about it, um, especially leading up to it. I'm sure we'll discuss it more.
1: Oh, yeah, because I'm I'm going to be so pumped. Like, I'm, at, I'm in the mode right now where I'm like, I just need to get to the end of the year. And then in January, I'm going to be like, I need to get through all of the things that come with January. And like, closing out financials and doing 1099s and all of those accounting-y things. Right. And then I'm going to be like, it's February. <laughs> <laughs> So, now we can talk about books, if you want. I mean, it's up to you.
0: Uh, I was thinking maybe we would do something completely
1: different today. I'm good with that as well.
0: Just joking. We're talking about <laughs> books. Um, I think it's your turn to go first. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yay. Um, So, this is my first holiday
1: read. Oh, yay. Is yours a holiday read? No. Okay good I'm excited because I haven't started reading holiday books yet
0: but I want to so this is one that we listed in our Christmas list for upcoming books we were excited to read this was one that I wasn't sure that I would be into um based on just the description alone so I had put a hold on it for Libby, and it came available, and I'm really glad that it did because I'm here to recommend which it. Which one? Which one? It's called Meet Me Under the Mistletoe <gasps> by Jenny Bayless. That's so fun. I'm glad you – Yes. I has- mean, I was about to
1: say, I'm glad you liked it. Wait, did you like it? And then I was like, wait, we're on this podcast. Of course you liked it if you're telling me about yeah.
0: it. Um, The cover is super cute. It is. Have you read it already? No, but okay. I've seen the cover. Okay, great. Um, so then I'm going to tell you about it so that when you do read it you're even more excited. Yay. Um, yeah. So, this story follows Eleanor Knoll, who goes by Nori for short. She lives in London. She runs a secondhand bookshop. Oh, I love her already. Yes, yes. Um, her background or like her upbringing, she comes from a very um working-class family, but she was picked, there was like a drawing and she was picked to actually receive a scholarship um, to attend this very expensive and well-to-do prep school that was in the same town that she grew up in outside of London. Um, so she had this opportunity. She took it, obviously. Right. Um, but her brother has always kind of resented her for for having the opportunity or he tried to make himself I think he was a little jealous but at the same time he it was kind of like the kids in the town and then the rich kids and they did not like each other right. and he couldn't stand any of her friends and so it was just always cuz her friends were now the rich kids cuz right. that's a, I got yes. you. Yes. Um, and so it, it became like a thing with them and it kind of changed the way their relationship went, um, as they went and got, you know, got into adulthood. Um, but she made this group of friends. It was a very tight knit group. I think they were in school together for like seven years and it was a boarding school. So during the week she lived there and then she would go home on the weekends and a lot of these kids just live there year round. Um, and so basically her friends include Amira, Pippa charles jenna tristan jeremy and guy um so it was four girls and four guys in her class and um
1: wait there were that many people in her class or her friends were those I eight think people it, in her I class. i think
0: it was like it was them like, that was their class their I, i'm pretty class. sure that because the, they discussed it it was
1: just them wow okay
0: unless unless i misunderstand.
1: unless but, you're wrong right
0: <laughs> Either way, they grew up together. They drifted apart pretty much, you know, after they got into uni, and they uni, really weren't as, so British.
1: <laughs> they really
0: weren't as close anymore. But um, unfortunately, um, Tristan took his own life. Mm as an adult and it kind of brought them back together and so in the last few years since his passing they have been keeping in touch with one another and Jenna and Charles who went to school together are actually getting married so the story goes back to a castle that was close to where they went to school in the town that they all grew up in and that is where they will be having a week-long festivities leading up to the wedding and they have invited all of their closest friends to join them the entire week
1: i'm so excited because there's a castle involved
0: yes yes it's a beautiful castle with grounds and beautiful gardens and that gets me into another section of um where the rom-com comes in
1: can i do a side note real quick <laughs> mm-hmm. so my friend melissa who was who came to new orleans recently that mm-hmm. i met up yes with, who got married in spain she has a friend who, for his, I don't know, fortieth birthday or something, rented out a castle in Scotland. That's very And like cool. she and Adrian got to go and cool. like hang out at the castle. for I a week don't in have Scotland. any
0: friends that, um, you know, I
1: but, don't know the that they rent castles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll make it happen someday. Okay. Yeah. I would love to, to just go, like, live in a castle for a while. Anyway, sorry. I thought that was so cool. No, that and is it so cool.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, they are at this castle. Um, Isaac is the head gardener at the castle, and he is actually a friend of uh, a mate of her brother's. And um, she, back in the day, always had a crush on him, and there was this really funny incident that always stuck with her that they had this feud, even though it really wasn't a feud. So, His dad was the head gardener when she was in school and he has taken over. And there was an incident with like manure and like someone throwing it. (laughs) And she she has always thought that he just like being a jerk just threw it and hit her with it. And then all of her friends made fun of her for years about it. And so um, the the first night there she actually falls into a wheelbarrow barrel of manure (laughs) and he. finds her (laughs) and so it all comes back around but anyways it was a really cute story um there is a lot of back and forth with her and her brother and her dad and just the feeling even Isaac of them against us with her friends and her trying to say like they're really great people yes they grew up with privilege and with that their confidence and their attitudes and their lives are different than yours yeah but that doesn't make them bad people um She obviously starts to have a romantic fling with Isaac. um, And that's pretty well, you'd know that. I'm not giving anything away. (laughs) Um, There is something that comes up that's um, historical in nature, uh, surrounding some paintings, which is really interesting. Um, And I'm not going to go too into it, but that's a big part of the story. Uh, But it was really neat watching them all reconnect at this wedding and like all of the... uh, just all the hoopla of of that excitement. And they kind of went back and forth. They didn't really go back and forth too much between um, the past and now, but they discussed certain aspects of their relationships and, like, how she was closer to some people than others and with their relationships as adults were now. Um, one thing that I thought was a little weird, and maybe I'm wrong because I know it's not that many of them, but at some point they've all kind of, like, hooked up with each other. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a bit... <laughs> awkward um, but because uh, like I've, they like joked like eh, we've all shagged charles before and like he's like the groom you know and it's like <laughs> that's got to be kind of weird and then his fiance brings it up like is it weird that we've all had sex with charles
1: i don't know it's like I, maybe there are friend groups out there who you know who do that I don't know I don't but they know. brought it up a couple times and
0: I was like that would be really uncomfortable um but yeah it was just a really good solid British holiday read it did not feel super Christmassy mm-hmm. after the wedding was over it was more like Christmas time and she was getting ready at the bookstore for the Christmas holidays and so it felt more that way but most of the book just felt like wintry in London in England like it I'm down. I didn't fully feel like Christmas it, in your life. It wasn't face. yeah,
1: it wasn't all about Christmas yes, the whole time. Yes.
0: So what I guess I'm getting at is I don't think that you'd have to read this at Christmas to feel like oh, I need to get this in. Okay. I good think it's at any time. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, well more more winter months, but I think yeah. you can read it after Christmas as well if you happen to not be able to get to it.
1: Okay. That is good to know because there are too many Christmas books to I fit know. in during the season. Yes, there are. Um but I think I have one that I'm like, my hold is going to come up soon. So that will, that'll start me off. Yes. But okay. That's really exciting. Yeah.
0: I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Um, I have been surprise, surprise jumping from book to book to book the last week. Um, because I finished the ink black heart by, uh, Robert Galbraith, a.k.a. J.K. Rowling. Um, That was over 33 hours long. (laughs) But when I finished it, I was like, I really miss Cormoran and Robin. (laughs) And so I couldn't focus on anything else because I just wanted them back. Um, So I think I started a good seven or eight books and just couldn't focus until... I got to Seven Days in June by Tia Williams.
0: haven't heard of this.
1: Okay. It was a Reese's, uh, Reese's Pieces book. No, sorry. Reese's Book Club pick. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a romance, but it's not um, a rom-com. There are definitely some comedic parts, but I wouldn't call this a rom-com. It's, it's a lot more serious okay. of a romance. So we have Eva Mercy. Who, um, her family, her family is from Louisiana. So that oh, was kind of yeah, a fun, that's cool. um, her real name is jean So like, you know, her family's like Cajun, French, Creole, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ends up in her later in life going by Eva. Cause it's like jean is just quite a, a mouthful for sure. people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she is a black author and she has a disability. I wasn't clear a hundred percent on what the disability is, but there are certain things that like give her really bad headaches that kind of knock her out. And she like she would just describe symptoms every once in a while. And I'm sure at some point they said what the disability was, um, but I'm I missed that when I was listening. So, but that's a big part of the story. Is
0: <laughs> I missed it, but it's a big part of the
1: story. I mi- I missed exactly what it's called if they said it. Oh, but okay. I I mean obviously I you knew that she had a I knew that she had a disability <laughs> and that there were symptoms okay. and I read about the symptoms like at the very beginning of the um book, she like gets she, I think she said an author signing and she gets really sick and like has to go in the bathroom and throw up and it's because of her disability. okay, hmm. I don't know um anyway, so she lives um in Brooklyn with her daughter and her daughter is hilarious she's like 14 15 something like that and she's just this precocious actually she may be a little bit younger I I can't remember her exact age but she's just this precocious little like she (laughs) provides um therapy sessions to her fellow students and (laughs) like charges for them and she calls it snapchat therapy or something and it's just so funny and her mom's like you can't do this this is not allowed like give those people their money back <laughs> and um her mom jokes that like the school she goes to is super liberal and so she can think really well for herself but she can't name a single state capital That's you funny. know so yeah. th- um so that that relationship is really entertaining but let me get to the romance part so <laughs> she is sitting on a panel with several authors and and in walks this man, another author named Shane, who is very popular, very well known. Like He just goes by Shane. Well, I can't remember his last name. Okay, But okay. thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> you know how terrible I am at names. No, no. I
0: wonder if he was like, you know, like Beyonce. Just
1: Shane. No. Okay. It, yeah, okay. I so can, I'm sorry. I can't remember it. Anyway, so, but everyone knows Shane <laughs> forgot his last name um and people are like oh my god he just walked in whatever like they're really excited well it turns out eva and shane have a past so he's the daughters no okay her her daughter's father like they have a good relationship he lives in los angeles they're they're good but he's not the father okay um but good good thinking <laughs> anyway, they knew each other in high school. As he's from Louisiana, also. No, they went. They went to high school in D.C. I can't remember how they got there, but okay. Anyway, you can find out all these details when you read the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, they met in high school. They were both misfits. He was like a bad kid. Like, got in lots of fights, just a really bad kid. And she was new to the school because she had just moved there from Louisiana for whatever reason. And um, she was, like, trying to befriend him. She, she had her disability, whatever it is, as a, you know, as a teenager as well. So she was on, like, some heavy prescription drugs and, like, all this kind of stuff like medication or whatever, and he took drugs for fun. So they kind of connected over that a little bit. they shared drug use. Okay. I'm sure that – okay, I know that sounds weird no, the way no. I said it, but it's like that's kind of what gets them to spark a conversation basically. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they have this like – What a
0: wholesome read. <laughs> Continue. I said I'm joking. it was
1: dramatic. No, I like it. <laughs> anyway, so – They um, have this like whirlwind romance in high school and then Shane disappears Mm. and she doesn't see him again Mm, until until he walks walks in to the panel. panel. Mm. They, They talk to each other. They obviously still have a ton of chemistry and, you know, they kind of start to form a new relationship and kind of feel each other out and see what's going on um, again, this is heavy. I mean, there's trauma in it. There's drugs. There's what it's, it's a lot, but it was really, really good. And it kept my attention and I finished it in, I think I started it in the morning and finished it that night. Like it was eight or nine hours, but it was just really good. I, I couldn't stop listening. Um, and there's a lot of, entertaining slash sad uh like commentary on what it's like to be black in america mm. i mean it's entertaining because they're funny they they say funny stuff as characters but it's sad that that's the state of right. the country that we live in sure um but yeah it, it was it was really well written it was um i don't know if, if you're just looking for something a little more serious and i didn't think i was it's not like so heavy that it's going to bring you down yeah but it's it's got substance. Yeah. So.
0: Well, that sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. And the reason I heard about this was Ann Bogle did um, a panel at the Bookmarks Book Festival um, with Tia Williams, TJ Klune, um, and then two other authors that I can't remember now. But she talked to each of them about their books. And when Tia Williams talked about her book, I was like, I have to... I have to listen to this. And it starts with a really absolutely hilarious scene that I'm not going to say anything about. Okay. because so that's the guy you hooked? Well, when she talked about that scene, I was like, "What? Well, I'm like, I have to listen to this. But I don't want to say it to you because okay. I would accidentally talk about it in a yeah. way that would like – I don't know. Give stuff away. Okay. It really doesn't give anything away. I just don't want to ruin the scene. Sure, for you, sure. So
0: got it. Well, anyway, well, I'll, start there. I'm <laughs> gonna add this to my list because I definitely sometimes need a little bit more substance. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I rather than just wanna... your
1: light kind of thoughtless rom coms, right. which I need and love and of want, of course, of course, very frequently. But yep. I, I like stuff with substance too.
0: Agreed. <sighs> about the tea and my voice just went out you want to talk about the
1: tea it's not my favorite
0: Eh. it's it's pretty boring (laughs) to be honest with you
1: so the funny thing is i bought this when i was in Asheville a couple of weeks ago with my parents like while we were there i was like mom i have to find tea like i've got to find tea somewhere that we can drink on the podcast i bought one that i think was like maybe an Earl Grey or a breakfast tea or something like that, but it, it had a clever, oh, I think it was Pisca Breakfast, because there's, like, Pisca Pass is, like, a street in Nashville or something like that, so, anyway, um, but this one I found at the cutest little t-shirt shop, like, they had some hilarious shirts there, anyway, um, I was thinking it was straight from Asheville, but it says that it was made in St. Petersburg, Florida. (laughs) So um, anyway, it's called Embrew, E-M-B-R-E-W, sweetened artisan tea bags. I had to add extra Splenda to this, so I'm not getting the sweetened. Um, It sounded really good. It does. It sounds really good. Coco Berry Black. This wake-up blend is naturally high in caffeine from the black tea, cacao, and coffee fruit. Blueberry and maple notes bring balance to the lightly sweetened cup. And it's lightly sweetened with Vermont granulated maple. So we've got um, North Carolina, Vermont, and Florida in this bag of tea. But um, it's not really doing anything for me.
0: Now, um, when I opened the bag, it doesn't really have a very distinct aroma
1: didn't smell like anything
0: no which was really weird so that's why i was like well we got to brew this one because
1: we were curious
0: yeah um it just tastes like tea like like not any i don't i don't really i'm not getting those flavors
1: me either i get some sort of kind of like fruity flavor but there's something on the back end it's not yeah it's it's not a good thing i just
0: yeah like i don't have any interest in drinking it again
1: me either, but we tried, we tried something different, but seriously, y'all, if you have a local tea shop or spice shop, or if you order from uh, some place online that has really good tea that you like, yeah. please tell us about please. it because- We
0: would love to get some, some new stuff in.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're running out of, eventually- and there's we shouldn't only, be.
0: There are other options there that we are. could look into if we did our own <laughs> research. But it would be really helpful coming from, um, from y'all if there is a specific company or a place or whatever that you order your tea from or, you know, there's one particular tea that's just so delicious from someone that you could recommend. We would appreciate it.
1: For real. Let us know. Put it in the comments. You look like you're about to fall asleep, so... <laughs> Did did Lucia not sleep last night? No, that's a no. She didn't, or no, she slept fine. No, and...
0: she did. I mean, okay. she she kept waking up. Uh, Michael tried to rock her back to sleep, which he did. I put her to sleep originally, which is what I t- I typically like put her to sleep, get her to sleep. He got up with her when she woke up at like ten thirty, which is not normal. Mm. I was getting in bed. And I started hearing her scream, and I was like, no.
1: So it was just a rough night. It
0: was a rough night. And then she woke up again, and I finally just stuck her in bed with us because it, it was too – it's like 2 a.m., and I'm exhausted, and I can <laughs> I get it. Um, so anyways, she slept then, but then you're also on the edge of the bed trying to move without falling off of it because we have a queen, and she's just like, Teddy, we're talking about Lucia.
1: Marissa, this is a really interesting story, but – Teddy says it's time to end the episode. Anyways,
0: anyone who has children, who has them sleep in the bed with them, knows that even though I kind of love it, it's also very uncomfortable. Okay, we're done, Teddy. We're done. We're done. Thanks.
1: Everyone have a great day. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website,
1: inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at ink drinkers Pod. Cheers!